Wait, so we're starting. Yep. Yeah, we're starting. This is yeah. it's yeah. happening. He's <laughs> recording. <laughs> All right, so we're back in a new a studio. One, two, three, four. Hopefully this works out. I know. So, far, so David and I uh, are very busy and we <laughs> just want it to be simple and we're, we're not allowed to say that. It's one of our rules. You can't say that you're very busy. I know. <laughs> because people that say they're busy are not busy. No, we're not. We just don't want to do it. We're That's tired. the honest truth. We're tired. <laughs> we're tired and we don't want to edit the podcast anymore, but we don't want to stop the podcast because we really enjoy it and meeting all the awesome people that we have. We do fantasize about it, though. I got to be honest. Every week I fantasize about shutting this podcast down. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. But um, I've had a crazy week. You've had a crazy week. You had a crazy morning. Like, not I have been week. with Josh Groban every morning this week. And... That man loves to do early morning television shows, and early morning television loves him. Yeah. But fun fact, so tomorrow we have to wake up at 5 a.m. Today we were up at 5 a.m. for the Today Show. Tomorrow we're up at 5 a.m. for Good Morning America, so tune in. Um, but by the time you hear this, it won't matter. And um, I know, right? <laughs> um, but last night I went to Imogen Heap's concert. If, yeah. If anyone knows her, she's like one of my favorite artists of all time. And... Uh, Josh was also there. So I got to, I've seen him the whole week. I feel like we've just been hanging out. It's been really You're like, fun, I see you down there on, on stage. I see you I was, on the no, stage. No, I texted him. I was like, did I just see you? Or did I see a stand-in? Did I see a body <laughs> double? And he texted me. He's like, I'm really sorry. I'm texting from my watch. I can't, like, I'm trying to talk to you from my watch. I text from my watch sometimes and people that just think I'm mad at them because it's so, like, everything I text is with an explanation mark. <laughs> From, like, I want everybody to know how excited I am yeah. to talk to them. And my watch is very, like, okay, period, which in millennial term is, like, I'm mad at you. Yeah. So <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm always, like, it's from my watch. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> my week hasn't – my week has actually been really calm and good. Over the past two weeks, I did a little um, agency work, like, food and wine magazine, and that was fun, and then did the new WeWork promotion, or uh, WeWork campaigns, and with my <laughs> lovely friend Bradley, and... You sent me a picture of a WeWork campaign... Yeah, and I was like, that said, I did this. don't sign a nine-month leash, <laughs> and I and she said, I did this, and I said, where did you sign a nine-month leash? <laughs> I was like, no, the hair, I did the hair, <laughs> uh, and yeah, and I, I went and saw Wicked last night, and I hadn't... I've never, never I'm seen the last it. person on and the And as a gay person, I don't I think I get my card revoked. I was like not into it and then I almost cried and I was like, well, maybe I'll do like this. Maybe I am into this. And then I was like, am I just No, that's emotional? the did you drink wine? No. Oh. I was also I was with See, my when mom. I drink wine, I cry at any Broadway show and uh, even if it's not even if it's yeah. funny, I'm crying. I'm well, just emotional. About my it. mom came in for like my birthday slash I'm old now, my birthday slash Mother's Day, and then um I think she was crying, so it made me cry. So it was one of those things, but we have two awesome guests with us. Very excited. Um, and and, and they get, they're in from L.A. and they get to see how cool we are at our studio, <laughs> even though we're not actually this cool. So it's kind of <laughs> a joke at this point. Joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you come back, it'll just be in our living room. So <laughs> please welcome uh, Matt and Jen from Canvas Recruit. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. Is it Thank Matt so or much. Matthew? Whatever you want. And is it Jen or Jennifer? Jen. Okay. MJ. Jen. <laughs> Jen's like, no, it's Jen. No, totally it's- Jen. I'm just Sid, so people can be I'm, I'm a big yes guy. I just say yes everything. Like, oh, whatever you want. It's that's fine. nice. That's yeah. easy. Yeah. That's why I, we're still married. <laughs> <laughs> I met them um, at Thrive Sessions. And that, if you guys don't remember, that was uh, in Seattle. And it was the 
pretty much towards the last part of our tour, and that's when David got sick with the flu, and I was Which like, lasted for a month. Yeah. I was like, I'm going. I'm going to do the show. Like, it'll, it was the first show we did without each other, but it was actually a blessing in disguise, because now we're like, if we both do a show separately on the same day, we could take over the world. And so. make more money. <laughs> so that's... Kind let's of, not be, was, let's be serious. It's we got to make more money. Yeah, we all got to make absolutely. more money. Absolutely. <laughs> so we have to like expand and separate. And I thought that was such a cool opportunity. The universe was like, I'm forcing you guys to do this, and we were like, this actually worked. And I'm up there teaching the class, and I asked, um, you know, I see these two little people run in kind of late from the class, <laughs> and these I'm two. like, yeah, these two shenanigans. <laughs> I was, and I was like. Asking the class, like, what risk have you taken? And, like, Matt was, like, hand up. Like, every question I asked, like, hand up. And then he's, like, I'm not actually an attendee. I'm a sponsor. <laughs> but he, they, like, popped in on their break and, like, loved the class. And I, I, then I just fell in love with them. So after class, I was, like, we just got to talking. And it was, like, a love affair instantly. So, so yeah, no. About, tell us about your experience at Thrive, why you were there, what you were doing. So Thrive was a super cool experience. Um, we had met Lindsay, who ran the show. Um, we met her through a friend of ours, and she just had something really cool to offer. She believed in what Matt and I were doing. We had actually just launched our company. Um, and Tell us what Canvas Recruit is. I know nothing about it. Sid knows everything about it. I know nothing. So Our listeners okay. are like, who are these people? Love <laughs> so in a nutshell, Canvas Recruit is an empowerment tool. And why I say that is because at the end of the day, the beauty space has no place in terms of a recruitment tool to go to recruit and hire people or as a beauty professional to show off your work mm-hmm. um, and get hired for those gigs, even if it's full-time, part-time, um, behind the scenes. And so we built a platform where you can answer some questions, sync it to your Instagram, hit publish, and now you have this beautiful URL, you know, this this instead landing page, this like page. Instagram. Exactly. Instead of just your, your Instagram. Exactly. And so you can send messages through the platform. You can apply for opportunities, leveraging your actual, we call it a beautiful canvas because it's just a beautiful digital portfolio. Um, And we're super excited because it's empowering for everybody. Just her talking about it, like I was like, I want to fucking do that. (laughs) I want to see it. Yeah. It's super visual. And it's really because of our background at Millennium Software, um, you know, we really understand how to make artists a lot more marketable and what salon owners are looking for to attract that talent. So it's very catered toward the beauty pro. Um, What, What... were you hairdressers? So I have been in beauty, the business side of beauty, okay. um, working for Millennium Software. Okay. I ran and uh, created their marketing and education department. I've been in this space for 12 years, 12, 13 wow. years. Yeah, so There's over time. a special place in heaven for people that deal with the business side <laughs> There's a special of place industry. in hell for people that cause problems yeah. on the business side. <laughs> it goes both ways. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so you worked in kind of beauty business for 12, 13 years. Yep. And what were you doing? So I was a publicist in the fashion industry for about eight years. that's cool. And then when we got married, um, there was an opportunity at Millennium for me to be a communications director there. So I was at Millennium for seven years. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. So you... You guys have always worked and loved each other. Yes. Yes. And it's so funny because when he first came on, everybody's like, do you really want to work with your husband? (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know. And so when he came on, it actually was like, oh my God, I love him more at work than I do at home. You know, like at home, he's fucking annoying yeah but at work it was like magical like yeah. every idea we had he won up to my idea and then i went and it was just like this amazing amazing seven years well, there's a lot of business partners salon owners that are husband and wife yeah. or partners in general and i i don't think it's a bad Me either. thing i think it, our best freaking friend yeah. we've lived together worked together like we're right? all breaking the we've yeah. all four of us are breaking the rules not to work with friends or family and people and, are like how do you make it work and we're like i 
I can't even tell you. It just does. Just so does. just find that person that you have like a group yeah. with and just roll with it. Well, yeah, I lucked out because girls, you know? I would do something really fucking stupid at home and I would, she would like hate <laughs> me and we'd have to go to work and work together. And by like five o'clock, she was like, I oh. forgot. So yeah. I knew, yeah. So, so it's almost like it's forces you yeah. to like, yeah, just get over it. Get over right? it. Yeah. I mean, it's really not a big deal. That's, That's the advice we can give them. Just get the hell over. Get over it. it. Yeah. Life's too short. Life's yeah. too short. That's crazy. So okay, and you have two babies. We have two babies: a five-year-old boy, um, Mateo, yeah. and an eight-year-old girl, Giovanna. Ugh. Tell us what it's like to, to give us a little inside look at what it means to have a family run a business. Again, we have a lot of listeners that want to open businesses and salons and. Let's be honest, business is business. It doesn't matter what you're opening. It's kind of all the same stresses and all that you can make all the same mistakes. But, you know, for people that do have kids and are married and they are thinking about doing something like this, what what did what terms did you have to come to that where it was okay? Well, to talk about your journey. Yeah, I mean, so I went on this huge enlightenment journey where I went back to three life-defining moments of my life because I was in a place where while it seemed like from the outside everything was amazing, right? Like I, w- I had a great job at a company. You call that the Instagram effect. Yep. The Instagram effect. Yeah. Yes, because you showcase like all these like beautiful, wonderful things, but really deep down inside I was missing a piece of fulfillment. Yeah. yeah. And I had a beautiful marriage, beautiful kids. I had a, this job. and American dream. What, but yeah, great house <laughs> but the, I had the, like somebody came up to me and they were like oh my god you're so successful and I looked at them and I'm like what are you talking about <laughs> and that was like the first time that I'm like holy shit I don't think I'm successful this is not good right. and so I actually ended up going to a seminar about how to become a better speaker well it really wasn't about how to become a better speaker it was really about how to dig down into the, your true soul and your true purpose and so it really just like you were like I need a down. refund you have no idea like, <laughs> on this glass she called, no, she called me on she's I like, literally, like uh, come, come pick, pick me up, up right, right now, now. Like, you said yes, that I was scared I'm like wait a minute I am not rehashing <laughs> I my her call. I'm in a, call. a white dress <laughs> like, I'm like this is not okay so they're like go back to three life defining moments and I'm like oh my god I don't know if I can do this right now and so I actually ended up doing the two two day course and it literally transformed my life and so I went from somebody. What was that program? Did you not go pick her up? Or you were like, ha ha, you're me there. stuck in Yeah, it. he was like, oh, I have two they kids were like, with me. He's like, like they won't let no. me in. <laughs> you're like, trapped. I don't know how to get he's, there. don't have the address. Yeah. I'm like, I can give you the address. <laughs> um, and so I literally went back to like, okay, as a child, I felt annoying. I felt abandoned. My mom had me at 17 years old. And so um, I was raised by my immigrant grandmother. And I was also the youngest of all the kids. So I felt like every time I walked into a room, everybody was like, oh, God, she's here. Close up and let's go. We'll run. And right. so I had these false beliefs growing as a child as an, and through my adulthood that I was annoying. So, like, I found myself not calling friends enough because I would be like, oh, I don't want to annoy them. Are you the youngest? Yes. I well, too. I have the same yeah, family. Yeah. Um, I relate to this so much because yeah. I was an ADHD child. My mom even told me the other day. She was like, oh, you were so cute when you were that age. And she's like, you, you were annoying. Like, I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> Thanks, so It was reinforced. Was <laughs> she's like, I love you now. Like, yeah. everybody loves me now. <laughs> so you went back to those moments. Well, so I went back to those moments. But I, but then she had us transform them into something that's powerful. So because you had these feelings, what does it make you as an adult? And so as an adult, I became this, like, overachiever. Which overachieving could be seem seem like some somewhat of a negative, but at the end of the day, not if it's driven by that passion. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, when I was anytime I did something, I did it one hundred and twenty percent. Yeah. And I was gonna do it better and bigger than anyone else. And so that's why I was so successful in my career. I also felt very disempowered. So I became this adult that became this great leader by empowering others because I was so passionate about empowering everybody else because I vowed to never let anybody feel the way I felt as a child and growing old. Right. Um, 
And so I just really found passion in empowering people. And so once I had this information, I felt so powerful because I'm like, oh my God, what if I can, seminar? it was crazy. It was actually Bonnie Bonadeo seminar. Oh, that started this whole thing. One of my students told me about her yeah. recently. Yeah. She's a Netflix thing, right? No, no, that's, that's Brene, Brene Brown, Brown. Which, oh, Brene she's Brown my, has changed my life. Yes. yes. Well, she's like all about Brene, I Brene, Brene Brown. I saw that first TED Talk. I give it to everybody. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I, I have not seen it. Uh-huh. You have everybody to watch it. about this person, but oh not me. Brene Brown. All right, I'm into it. I'm going to So, one of the defining moments was that you felt annoying or they were all your defining moments were that feeling. So, the one was, there was three. So, one was I was, I was annoying. One was I, I was abandoned. And my last one was that I wasn't good enough. Wow, that's a lot. Which really kind of all stemmed from us, the same thing. Yeah, I feel thing. like a lot of people, mm-hmm. can really, creative people, I think, in general, feel that way. I think that's so usually spri- what sparks that's, us to yeah. be so creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like you just said, it made you a strong businesswoman. Well, so that's the thing. And so when you transform them into these empowering statements, well, now you're grateful for those moments. Right. Now you're like, okay, well, I'm grateful that that happened to me in my life because it, it made me who I am today. Right. And so it just gives you a whole different lens. And so I started seeking more of this. So then I hired a life coach. Um, who I love dearly. And we were talking she, about this out in the waiting room. Yeah. Yes. That David and I are life coaches. New Yorkers <laughs> have therapists. Los Angeles has life, life coaches. coaches. Yeah. It's so funny. It's so true. I was talking I about me. So LA. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's all good. Yeah. So I hired her and she just really trans- changed my whole mindset. Like she sent me video after video after video. So much content that I had to go to work feed my kids, put them in bed, and I would literally find myself, instead of watching Netflix and, like, binging on trash. Or having sex. Or that. Oh. <laughs> he, we're going to get back. We're going to circle back. Coming back, back to that. We're going to circle back. <laughs> um, no, but it makes yourself. sense. It makes yeah. sense. You, sometimes yeah. you have to put your everything on hold. I got to be honest. Exactly my sex happened. life yeah. also falters when I'm, like, busy and figuring things yeah. out whether it's good I'm or like, bad. sorry, boo, I love you, but I gotta figure this out. Yes, Which and then in the end, to you it's too, better. Matt, because, like, you were supporting your wife and, like, finding herself. Well, I, honestly, guys, on a, on a serious note, to, to see the transformation that I saw was, like, I was on board. I was yeah. like, she's becoming this, like, not that she like already your wife wasn't. Was this whole new yes, wife, she was like, amazing boss, leader, mother, wife, daughter. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I just binged on this content and it literally rewired my entire brain. And not only that, but I was coming to work every day almost like a life coach. Like I was teaching you were the just team. Vomiting what you were so learning. excited about it. And I was beaming and I was learning all these tricks. Like, because you do ha- still have bad days, yeah. right? Like it doesn't all of a sudden just become magic. But I was understanding what I needed to do to transform that bad day into a great day, right? Because yeah. like, so then I started telling my kids, I'm like, okay, if you had Skittles or if you had Poopy, which one would you pick? Yeah. Right? You'd pick the Skittles. Yeah. So if you had a choice to be happy or sad, what would you choose, right? Like you choose yeah. happiness. Mm-hmm. And so I really just started transforming my mindset. And I went from somebody who felt unfulfilled, unhappy, to somebody who was vibrating just like energetically. Everything is amazing. And this whole world is magical. And nothing had changed and in my life. And that's when you created Canvas. So that's when I looked at Matt. I literally shot out of bed. And I was happy before we even did this journey. But I think, you know, obviously this was my my purpose. And this is my journey and where I should be going. And so I popped out of bed and I looked at him. And it was like 11 o'clock at night. He's like one eye open. And I'm like on my 57th video of the day of like being inspired. And I was like... We need to build this empowerment tool. The beauty space needs this. They deserve this. And we are the people to give it to them because my purpose is empowerment. Right. And it was like all everything, just the stars aligned. Like it just and made it was like, sense. Great, babe. Yeah. I, was like, I was like, do you want to have sex? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now? <laughs> now a good time? That's hilarious. We're having so like, no, so she did that within 
within three weeks, uh, we quit our jobs. Yeah. Three we, weeks from yes. that they were on moment? The, yes, right? Uh-huh. At this time? We, we, we were our, living yes. in New Jersey. We quit our yep. jobs. We rented our house in four days. Moved our That's two how you little, know it's right. Real. We yeah. moved our two little kids across country. We left everything behind. Moved in with Jen's mother in oh. California. Yeah. Not, and I don't know your mom. It's, but it's not easy. But it's actually, she's pretty cool because she's never there. But yeah, no, it's, it's definitely, it's, it's a challenge. I would have been like, that was a great idea. I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so not doing it. We had, we had to do it because we're self-funding this. And uh, we live with her mother, her sister, the two, the four of us, the two, Jen and I and the two kids, all sleep in the same room. Um, so the sex is not getting better. Uh, um, <laughs> so, but we knew that, but we haven't been, we have not been happier or more. Yeah excited in our life and to that point all we had we just taught a tour called risky business and it's all about taking risks and the thing that you find is that the our brain tells us that if we take a risk it's going to be terrifying not going to work but then everyone who takes them is so happy even though things are a shit show yeah and people are taking them and they're they're thrilled and you look at it and you're like, it's like they were looking at you and everything was great and you were miserable. And now they're looking at you like, what the fuck are you doing? And you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like that's that's the dichotomy my, of it all. My students always are like, well, what if what if it doesn't work out? And I'm like, okay, well, that's the difference between a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. It's like if something bad happens, like it's it, and if you put yourself out there, you're it's always gonna be a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. So to, you know, a conscious mind is gonna be like, okay, that didn't work. How can I be proactive and learn from this and grow, which you were talking about earlier? And I'm like a big fan of flaws are your friends, so you should embrace them. But an unconscious mind would be like, that didn't work. I'm upset, I'm sad, I'm gonna back down and like quit everything. Right. And so that's the difference. I it's just really interesting that you ha- like you said you moved in all your kids in one space and you've been you've never been happier. Yeah. My yeah, brother just did that. They they're building their own home, and to save money, they moved in with their with their in law with his in laws and their kids in the same situation. He's like they're happy, yeah, and they're getting what they want. But we have this idea of happiness that you have to have all these things and da da da. Yeah, no, it's, it, that's not. Well, how it works. we did. A, I think we did it right too, where we really we sat down and we defined like what success was to us. What are we looking for? What's our legacy? What is What's our your purpose? Version of it. Yes, and that wasn't big houses and fancy cars. It was doing something that we truly love to do every single day, which is work together and build this empowerment tool, which is Cambridge Recruit, and spend more time with our kids. And that's what we get to do every single day. Sid and I talk about this all the time with the Story of the Hairdresser because it is growing quickly and we we, we have more coaches to handle the amount of people. We told the coaches because we had decided, we're like, this isn't about, we're not trying to grow a multi-million dollar company. We are just trying to make a company that works where the people that work for us are making money and they're happy and they're successful, We're and we can the industry. we can yep. work for ourselves and like that's that's what's changing right now. Not just in our industry, in all industries, but creative people are so. It's so funny. Like I think that we have the most freedom and we are the least. We put ourselves in a free. box. Yeah. And all these industries, people so are working from home now and doing all these different things. And we're like, we got to work nine to five and charge this much. It's like, if I'm not, I better never not work had today. To... I'm not working. Well, <laughs> it's so funny too. Cause like, even as we launched this platform, we just recently launched and there's a girl on there and she, we're seeing this like new beauty pro that just, she works two days a week in Malibu. She works yeah. two days a week in LA. And then she sometimes travels home to Arizona and she works yeah. a day there. And so yeah. it's really liberating because building this platform tool is creating tons of opportunity and now you have the space to see where those opportunities are. So how do the listeners, where do they go first to see this? They go to canvasrecruit.com. Okay. And actually right now, because we're in this early launch phase, it's for the platform's free to join. Awesome. So you can go on there. You can um, sign up. You create Now a is the time. Do you guys hear this? Talk now the, is the time. Also, the people that are in the middle of the country, mm-hmm. is this beneficial for them? Yeah. For sure. So we're, we're rolling this out on a national level. We want people in 
North Fargo, North Dakota. Mm-hmm. Be able to go on there. We all go. To, we all go there when we think of yeah. Middle America. Fargo, North Dakota. You know, if we want they're it, on the map. They're on the map. <laughs> um, but we just had to call somebody there. That's why he popped in. Uh, okay. But whatever. Um, but we want them to be able to go in there, hit search by location, and come up with really great talent and really cool jobs. So let me. So walk me through it. I sign up, mm-hmm. and then I link it to my Instagram. Essentially, you, your company from what I'm gathering, makes a beautiful platform of my content exactly. for me. Yes. So really, so... You're just answering questions. You're answering... Okay. It's like... On your it's end. literally like... like... a dating site. Yeah, yes. you're going to go in. <laughs> exactly. You answer... We've made it really catered to the beauty for space. So you answer any questions from like your key KPIs. We wanted people to be searched by frequency of visit, client retention, average ticket, retail services. You put in your work history, where you went to school, what your GPA Wait, was. go back to the first part. Yeah. How do you put... What are you putting in? KPIs. So we want... So KPIs. Key so key performance, performance indicators. indicators. What... What if they don't know that? So they, they don't, don't have, have to. to. Okay. But there's so a lot. I just heard everyone on our podcast go, what is that? What the F? Yeah. yeah. Well, so in, in our job too, and really what I'm super passionate about is the whole education piece, right? Okay. So like we're going to help educate like what what are these things? What makes you more marketable? How could I show up as my best self? We're going to even talk about this journey and how to change your mindset, right? Because if you're a beauty pro and you're not excited or happy about what you're doing, well, how can we get down to that sole purpose and you and have the greatest, that? I mean, you had the best experience to bring to the table. With exactly. Exactly. So really kind of helping them define what do, what does their best self look like? Yeah. What what does that purpose look like? And what are their goals and how to achieve those goals? So we're really passionate about that piece too. So they're answering the questions. Then they have a page essentially. Yep. And how are like you? Like a MySpace page. Are you just connecting hairdressers to hairdressers? Or how are you connecting them to jobs? Everything. So okay. we'll have jobs listed on there, but it doesn't matter. Even if the job's not listed on our site, people are using Indeed and all these other yeah. platforms. You can literally just take that URL. So you, it's almost like Facebook, right? Like you have your own URL that you can copy and paste. So it's like a mini landing, it's a mini website for each person. Okay. And they can take that URL and use it for anything. So even if I just met you on the street and I'm like, oh my God, I would love to work with you. And I could just shoot you an e- a text with that link and drive you right to my website, That's right to my cool. Canvas you can portfolio. You videos of yourself, your techniques. You could talk to your worker street, what roles you did, literally everything you'd want to know. Yeah. Okay. This is so fun. I know. I hope everyone's like, I know. <laughs> Going directly Unless to the website. Yeah, don't, don't go to it right now. Um, okay. And then how does the empowerment tool part of it work? So once they have all that. So for us, it's really like a mind sh- mindset shift okay. where we want to empower the salon owner and the stylist. We Being at Millennium, we heard so many stories of owners keeping toxic employees or people that weren't part of their culture. because they like were, being held completely hostage. Yes, yes. Because they were afraid they weren't going to be able to hire or fill that chair. Or it's vice usually versa. the person that's the busiest. Correct. Yes. Right? You can't let them go. Or we've heard so many stories about stylists staying in a culture that's not who they are because they are afraid they're not going to be able to find another job. Mm-hmm. So by always being in that recruitment phase as an owner and always be in that networking phase as a stylist, we're going to have these opportunities where you don't feel held hostage and you could let go of that toxic employee or right. you could leave that, that salon that's not working for you yeah. um, and do what you love to the best of your ability. Yeah, and we're actually even creating mentorship opportunities that's with cool. like, okay. cool, like we have like Jay Ladner and like some other people on there that you can you can apply to be a mentor that, where he would or be your mentor, a mentee. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> um, so you would be the mentee and he would mentor and he's doing tours like around yeah. all of these different cities and so you have an opportunity now to go and have him as your mentor and that's, that's, that's as really resu- cool. a direct that's result cool. of creating the platform, which which we feel like is super cool that we're bringing so that to the space. So your platform's growing and changing as well. Yes. yes. There's a lot of things that... that's so fun to yes. watch? Yeah. I, yeah. First of all, super it's, cool. And isn't it bizarre, too? I feel like with Destroy the Hairdresser, how we started, and, like, now what we're... What 
what we were trying to offer and then what we found out people wanted uh-huh. were very different. Like, not I remember very being different, in Brooklyn and being like, David, would you like to share this meal? <laughs> <laughs> Having like, zero money and not being like, we hope this idea Yeah, works. but when you have this idea, you're just like, it's going to work. Well, right. so that's well, the thing. There's no other option. There's no option. And that's what I said to him, too, is because we were trying to do this like, as like a side hustle. And we're like, it okay. It doesn't work. No. If you do this as a side be, hustle. I had to quit my corporate job. Finally, exactly. I jumped and quit because I was like, this isn't going to grow until. Why we moved to New York City to do it. Yeah. Like, the most expensive. Yeah. We were like, we really want to feel it. I mean, Fargo, North Dakota is looking really good. Yeah, right now. I was like, if I lived there, I'd be a king. <laughs> no, but you. So this journey kind of has taken you on a kind of a self improvement journey, and you've changed through that. But you, someone mentioned that you had a story as well. No, I mean, I think what I haven't gone through that exercise. I haven't actually defined. We're getting him those, there, guys. Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> Um, but seeing her change really kind of opened my eyes to the importance of emotional intelligence and really understanding what those triggers are. Um, I wish I would have known that earlier in my career because I feel like I would have been a much more successful um, publicist at that point. But that's what really what I'm, I'm excited about is really understanding emotions, how other people are affected, how I'm affected, and, and push, turning that stuff into positives. And I think if we can show that to young students and young artists, why that's so important, they're just going to be better employees, they're going to be better leaders. Yeah. I mean, like um, after I went through this exercise, I literally started like identifying like, oh my God, they're triggered because of something in their past and they feel (laughs) inadequate right now. And so I literally became this crazy like yogi master of just like my friends would call me and they'd be like, but this one said this and he's so mean and what a jerk. And I'm like, okay, but wait, he must have some kind of fear mm-hmm. based off of a false belief from his childhood. And I literally was like, who am I right now? This is <laughs> so phenomenal. But it, it does, it creates such a, once you really kind of get to the core of your own emotions, you like, it's just, you start realizing everyone else's emotions. Right. Um, and just, I remember being in a scenario where this guy was actually really angry and he was like screaming and so mad. And I was like, okay, so he, this is fear-based. He feels inadequate and he's taking it out on us. And I was, like, assessing the situation of, like, what would my, like, self do right now mm-hmm. based off of all this training and learning. And I was, like, okay, so because he's angry, he his fear response is um, fight, right? So, like, fight or flight, right? So I'm, like, okay, so he just wants to be hurt. So I literally looked at him and I'm, like, I hear you. Right. And it literally went from, like, crazy animal to, like, okay, okay. you know, I don't want to be a jerk. Uh, and it's, like, <laughs> literally the skies opened up. I'm, like, I, I feel like a rock star right now. I, so I've had the same teacher slash coach since I was about 15 and early on when I was younger I had a lot of anger issues um, and I still probably do have major anger <laughs> issues um, they're you less go away. You're just they're the, less the awareness is yeah, there I know when I'm getting angry um, and she and she laughed at me and she said there's no such thing as anger and I was like yes there is I experience it quite often she said no you're experiencing entitlement yeah right the only reason someone gets angry is because it didn't go the way that you right. wanted to go and there's all those other things as well. But it's like, she's like, you're not angry. You're entitled. And I was like. And you feel like an asshole. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I then I was like, oh, my gosh, I've been working on the wrong thing this whole time. Like, I'm just trying not <laughs> to get angry. <laughs> well, I think level of expectation, right? right? Like, you you can't have expectations, which right. is so hard. But once you start to, like, really learn and that. this industry, our, our sound guy is agreeing with everything we're saying. <laughs> I love that. I really like I it. I can't see him. He's, yeah, so, really, he's, he's so engaged right now. You know, yeah. <laughs> so excited. Um, but. No, it's it's true. The two of the things that we teach, the first thing you learn when you do our coaching program through Destroy the Hairdresser is your reactive system. Yeah. Are you fight, flight, or fright? And what can and that controls most of your 
decision making in business, right? All, a lot of salon owners become fight. They become very bitter. They become very aggressive. This is how you're going to do things. They make changes that don't make any sense, and they're trying to steer this boat around an iceberg. They eventually are just going to hit anyways. And it's you know we get a lot of people that call us and say we want you to come fix our business, and I'm like that's not going to happen. Right. Like because you're in such a reactive state, anything I tell you or give you, you're you're not going to use, and you're going to be defensive about mm-hmm. it. We work on the reactive system more. That's than the whole. Anything. That's the whole point of our program because we can give you all the tools, and we do we do uh, physical tools as well. But we can give you all the tools of like how to build your Instagram because we build our whole business off of Instagram. How how to you know commission versus hourly those kind of things. But unless you are like identifying your reactive system, it's never going to work anywhere or go anywhere. And I think the biggest thing too is like we stress so hard because we do it like the self-care. If you're not working on yourself constantly, you're never going to be. Yes. You're never going to elevate to the level that you want to be. Yes. So true. Well, that's the thing too is like I expected this to be like a destination and all of a sudden be like, okay, I'm good. I'm healed. And then I'm like, oh shit. Like that's coming up again. Why is it coming up again? The only difference is you're aware and you have tools. Right. You know? We have people that, you know, our program's nine months. Then at the end they're like, can we, can I do it again? Like, yeah. cause there's more. Now there's more. It's Ever. different. Yeah. I tell people all the time. I'm like, it doesn't get easier. It gets harder because the more aware you are, the bigger the challenges have to be for you to overcome because you're so aware that every little thing that comes your way, you're like batting it, like pop, pop, proactivity. Mm-hmm. And then next thing you know, it's like you need something really big to get to your next level. So it's like, we joke, it's like when you first learn uh, self-awareness, it's like, it's so fluffy because you're just like, oh my God, like I overcome this. Like Look at these little miracles. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden, like it takes like a big thing, you know, for you to like actually really push yourself to remember that. It's so true. Well, so true. Because we're experiencing that now. Well, so it's funny because before this, right, skies opened up. I was like so yeah. in alignment, yeah. magic, like, no, like the number eight. This is my literally. problem. With, this is my, I'm, I'm number four. I have a number four. Number right? eight is everywhere. <laughs> and we are on the eighth floor. Can we oh, just talk wow. about that? And okay. the cab that we took here yesterday was 88. 88. Okay, we everywhere. Like, the cab driver's like, what? I'm like, you have no idea right now. You are so special. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so I've been like seeing it. But then I, we like packed all of our stuff. We moved to California. Like the week number one was like so magical. And like we don't need our things and everything is beautiful. And then all of a sudden like it's like life smacked me in the face. Right. Yeah. Like this is like real now. Triggers and left and right. Like, so many old triggers came up for me. And I was like, okay, like I have to use these tools. And it took me a while, right? Like it's like refigure out the tools again. And so it's always, always, always work. But. My favorite, my favorite thing is when I hear we when we teach classes about reactivity, which I think is, did you hear about this part in our risky yeah I was gonna yeah. I didn't want to interrupt you but I was like that was like my favorite part yeah <laughs> yeah of our risky like, business drive yeah and um we will have randomly some people that will have them do the test of to see what reactive system they are and we have some special unique little souls out there mm-hmm. that refuse to do the test because they do not have a reactive system. That's my favorite. <laughs> I don't have a reactive system, so and I'm like Right. And it's, well, it's this is your reaction. <laughs> that is reactive. <laughs> reactively didn't do this out of fear. We you know? we used to get I used to get upset like, about it. And now right. I'm like, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You're wow. Like if we can get to where you are, we would all be yeah. doing much better. Yeah. <laughs> there's nothing else to say. But there's really person, nothing else to say. Know? Yeah. But um it's interesting because we we do work with people all over the US and Canada. And there's a huge difference between the West Coast and the East Coast and what they are looking for in regards to business, whether it's through a, like a coaching business coaching business like ours or through even representation through Canvas Recruit. People are looking for very different things. And I find that the West Coast is really looking for like as much freedom 
as possible. They want mm-hmm. as much time off as possible. They want as they want to remove as many responsibilities as possible. Which is nothing wrong with that. It's just this. It was different for me coming from New York, where it's like you hustle, take on more. <laughs> it, when we go to California, the goal is to remove <laughs> those things. Now we work with our students in different locations, like differently because we it, didn't do that before. The goals are different, you know. And yeah. I, I think it's really uh, important, you know, going back to, like, talking about difficulties. Like, we actually get excited. We used to panic, you know, reactively. Uh, when things kind of we weren't as busy or, you Let's know. be honest. We panic when the when the bank account goes to zero. Yeah, you, you know? know. When you have a new know. business and the bank or, like, account no goes one's to zero. Calling. <laughs> Valid reason. But now yeah. our consciousness has shifted so much because we've been through so many ups and downs as a company but in that were necessary to grow. But now when we get a down, we're almost, like, more excited because we know after mm-hmm. it's over it's so much better so we constantly have conversations we're like you know what after this this is gonna like we're always it like, has never failed that is, right right after something you make it happen horrible happens it just it's like the best thing that's ever happened to us so now we're just like stoked we're always like mostly me i'm always like i can feel it coming. <laughs> well you're manifesting well, you're manifesting yeah. it yeah, yeah. yeah. coming yeah, yeah. Absolutely. also fighting coming. back tears because you're yeah. like, trying to believe it <laughs> yeah <I'm> sure, <laughs> No, we, go, we go through that too. Jen and I, yes. we haven't had it. We haven't gotten a paycheck since August of last year. Yeah. So yeah. like, we're not making, we're not monetizing yet. We get it. We're like, but you just have to trust the journey. You have to trust the process. Yeah, trust the process. Enjoy the I, process. This Enjoy is a it. big thing when I'm coaching salon owners. They, I'm don't. I'm like, don't make a big business. Don't go big. Like, yeah. start a small business and max it out mm-hmm. and slowly grow. And I think that's what's cool about like the millennial generation is that. That's, I think, the problem with startups, like true startups that get like millions of dollars to right. start and then they tank. It's like yeah. just you start like, just go it. smaller. Like you don't you have to build the vessel up. Yeah. yeah. Gotta, you don't build a house from the roof down. Right. right exactly. Right. And I with salons, we have the be- like we have the you need four walls. I, we posted this on our Instagram. You need four walls, mirrors, chairs and shampoo bowls. Well, I don't know what else. I, know. I don't know what else you right. need. To start a salon business. Yeah. Like, we're the luckiest. Like, I think you need to go to the bank and get $50,000 for a build-out. And I'm like, no, you need to find a small space for, like, three chairs, five chairs, six chairs. Like, it, I'm, I'm pro- I know I'm oversimplifying it to all those people that have done this. You could open your own space with less than $10,000. Exactly. And that's, as entrepreneurs, which I try to remind salon owners that that's what they are, you're not, salon, you're not just a salon owner. You're not a hairdresser mm-hmm. that owns a salon. You're, like, an entrepreneur, which is the whole idea of capitalism and being American and trying to like create your own wealth and income but people are they're trying to like skip the small phase and the small phase well, is the best one and now everyone's like has these big companies like I want less right like, right so it's word of advice to anyone out there just start small you don't need a lot of money the to start the small phase creates just, the appreciation mm-hmm. yeah well I think it's to your point too like the Instagram right like it's like everybody's watching it, so it's all like ego of yeah. like no it needs like to be the biggest and the best and it's like and I hate to say this the but things. all those big salons out there that you see on Instagram that look so beautiful the rent that they're paying they're probably behind the scenes struggling the amount Instagram of effect. the <laughs> amount of time that they're pushing like that you know someone's struggling when a salon is pushing to sell product that's like my biggest like if a salon owner is like we have to sell product i'm like panicking. Mm-hmm. something panic is moment. really going on here um but it's just it's just interesting you know i think in the early 2000s and the late 90s it was like opening these big giant salons and now you have all these young people that are like i just want like a couple chairs people mm-hmm. that i know Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that also comes with problems we aren't going to go into. But I think starting small, and I think even, like, your business doing the um, – it's an agency of sorts. 
Yeah. Or are we um, not using that word? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's it's more like <laughs> like a web platform. Okay. Um, we actually are thinking of some partnerships that are coming down the line that will then have service like career services and stuff okay. like that. Um, but you're technically connecting. Yes. You're technically it's technically it's agency work, but we're not taking fee, we're not taking fees. But yeah, so yeah, we don't take like fees. We're not, take, we're not yeah. taking fees. Like we know, like people, we don't want anybody to have to worry about that. Okay, um, we're just we really want to empower the beauty space. And you so know I think that. that's really like the goal of like right, like starting your own business is really identifying like what that sole purpose is. Right. And the reason why this works for us, and the reason why we're like so excited about it, is because my purpose was truly empowerment. Yeah. You're not looking to make ten million dollars. Exactly. No. Like I, my goal was not like <laughs> I just want to have a mansion <laughs> and like you know live in Fiji. Right. That was not my my goal. Is really like this whole sense of empowerment to fulfill my sense of I want to empower people on a massive scale. Right. Um, and starting there, I think, is just so important because now, like, yes, it stinks that maybe we're not making the income we were making. Um, but what but we, for us, it doesn't matter. with it anyway? Right. 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 Besides just buying more things. We just get really real about the stuff <laughs> we have to spend money on. It's like, do yeah. we need this? But so true, yeah. Yes, we need toilet we paper. Wear. You know? And, yeah, yes, we <laughs> do need toilet paper. Steal some from Does it need to be cotton now? <laughs> not necessarily. Um, how do how does the company produce money if you're not taking a fee? Just Good question. For transparency. Purposes. Yeah. So we are doing. Um, so there is a small fee if you want to post a job opportunity. Okay. Um, it's twenty dollars, thirty dollars, and forty dollars depending on well, like, that thirty, sense, sixty, ninety days. They're making money. Yes. From yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then, addition going forward, we're going to be working on really cool education education opportunities. Awesome. And then there'll wow. be a. F- Probably like a fee to be a part of it, which is why you should sign up right eventually. Now. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. eventually, it's only going to get bigger, and you're going to have to. Like, yeah. Correct. You really are. Just even have. from a hosting fee perspective, like yeah. So we're like hosting a lot of like visual elements. So like if you think about like software world, right, which is super boring. Um, it just means we need to pay that much more money to host it. And so as we grow and get bigger, we probably will introduce a small fee. Um, but also like we offer the opportunities to upload videos. So, like, right from our platform, it's like, hey, this is who I am. This is why I love the beauty space, you know, just to make yourself more marketable. And so those videos also cost money to host and stuff. So over time, yes, right now, we're just excited to kind of be here and, and doing this. So And that's how we started as well. We started with the blog, um, and then it moved into the Instagram, then it moved into the podcast. And, um, you know, the the bigger we got and the, we were able to, you know, do the two tours and, and things like that. But it all yeah. came from, like... And we're still very active on Instagram, just like giving to people as much as information as we can. Because mm-hmm. we, the sole purpose behind this business was how can we make this industry more aware and conscious and help? I them. love it. You guys and are so awesome. We're like, we're <laughs> like share. You know, we tell people all the time, and they're like, "Well, can I tell my staff?" We're like, "Yeah." Like, well, they're not in the program. We don't care. Mm-hmm. Teach them what you're learning because it's just going to help like, elevate. Like yeah. you said earlier, you can't keep. Once you know it, you can't not we, share it. The no. industry right. went. Yeah. In a, we went into a service industry because everybody focused so hard on keeping secrets that it hurt the art of this industry, and we created uh, a whole different outline of what we're working with. And now we're trying to get out of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we we need to be transparent as and work as a unit and and um, work together. Mm-hmm. So what's well, the thing too? I feel like a lot of like salon owners are like they have this big fear of their team leaving them. Well, I feel like let if you leave. Well, either let a let them leave, right? Like see you later. You're creating or a toxic environment. Or or let's understand <laughs> why they want to leave and how can I make this just a magical place to work for? And yeah. and it is. It's possible through the stuff that you guys are teaching in terms of like being more aware mm-hmm. and having that level of consciousness. I I love working with people that are about to open a business because I'm like you get to bypass mm-hmm. all, all of the mistakes things. because the the biggest thing that we see all the time in salons is oh I'm going to give them fifty five percent. 
because they're my friends and I know them and I want people to work for me. And I'm like, you're not, if you're going to be a commission salon and giving people 55% of your income, I don't know you're how you're going to make money. And they're like, well, well, I just think it's fair because at our last place it seemed very low. And it's like, there's a there's a level between like doing business properly right. and doing, that's not emotionally yeah. intelligent. That's emotional, mm-hmm. right? Like it's an emotionally right. driven business, right. not emotionally intelligent. I always business. say on your deathbed, like, are you going to be happy about the decision? Yeah. So, and like, but the but the problem with that isn't even if it, even in the beginning. It's f- two years in when you're like, okay, we have. I can only give you forty five, forty seven. I can, we got to go right backwards. because now people are backwards. like, right. no. Well, I'm, so I realized that I had an issue with like I had a bad relationship with money. So like people have these false beliefs, right? So like yep. one of my false beliefs is like money is the root of all evil, right? Like we're all we like conditioned. Had a, we to had think a of this class stuff. in Chicago, and the person that made the least amount of money, their belief system was that money is bad. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, you really have to transform that. And that that's one of my exercises, of yeah. course, before, do, like, leaping into this whole thing is because I recognize, like, wow, I have this really bad, like, if I had to ask somebody for money right now, I would literally hide under the table. Like, I can't <laughs> ask them for money. Yeah. You know, because I just felt like it's a bad thing. Right. Well, how are you supposed to continue to do business? No, like, mo- and then so when I transform my mindset of, like, money is not money, it's energy. Yeah. So you, in exchange of me giving you a service, are exchanging for energy so that right. I can give you more services that are better, bigger, and right. do more for more people. Once you start to transform that mindset, well, then it gets a little bit easier. Although yeah. I'm still working on it. People no, I are think afraid. it's the number one. I <laughs> think yeah. everyone, even people that ha- that want more money, it's like their mindset can still be a little bit toxic of like how they're getting it and how they're stealing it. And exactly. How, you know what I mean? So I used to work with someone that would just charge whatever he needed to pay, charge to mm-hmm. make rent. That oh, month. my gosh. So his beliefs, his beliefs about money were a lot different like you yeah. all owe me money yeah <laughs> right he was, so was entitled like, yeah exactly he was also very angry <laughs> everyone's afraid to to actually like charge or they're so worried about other people's money like with back to the commission like salon owners like giving away too much of their commission it's like well how are you supposed to profit and that you know so we have to get that under control but then at the same time they have to allow their stylists to raise their prices so that the stylists mm-hmm. can Please, profit this is too. a psa let your stylist Charge, charge more what money. they want. Just like stop trying to do these like and stop giving scales. away a high commission. So everybody's happy. You're making money. They're making money. It's yeah. the beautiful merger. So I yeah, I think something like this is really great for independent people. But is it also your the canvas recruit? Is it also for people that are behind the chair at a salon? Yes. So yeah. you could be perfectly happy with your place of work, um, but because we are going to host a lot of the side gig opportunities. So like the opportunity to work backstage or work at a photo shoot. We had a red can artist call Matt the other day and she was like, I'm trying to do a makeup. I'm trying to do a photo shoot and I can't find a makeup artist because there's no voice. Like there's no space where people can talk to this stuff and have 100 people raise their hand. Right. And so we've created that space. And so, yeah, you could be perfectly happy at your commission-based salon um, and apply for these side opportunities or the mentorship opportunities that we're creating and, and probably tons more opportunities that we're going to create as a result of this platform existing. Yeah, yeah. just be There's seen. There's always someone like, for someone. We want yeah. artists just to be seen, like, on your craft, showcase your work. Opportunities will come. If we could build this space mm-hmm. and have thousands of people playing in it, talking about collaborations, talking about freelance yep. opportunities, talking about L.A., New York Fashion Week, like, be seen. Get out there. Right. Things will come. Does LA have a fashion week? Yeah. Yes. I did not know. Miami that. has a swim week. Uh-huh. I've been to Miami swim week. Most cities have some Dallas sort of has fashion one. week, even if they're a very small Interesting. city. Interesting. Yeah. Dallas has a cool one, too. Yeah. And so with this platform, have you – is it different than from when you started? Did, did, are there it different demands than what you thought? So we were pretty cl- – we were pretty – on with with the the need of like what it was like people are having a hard time recruiting and they and then they therefore they can't retain the people that they're hiring because they're probably hiring the wrong fit yeah so that was like the need that we were trying to fit but the more people we talk to 
it's growing, it's changing. We're realizing, oh my God, there's so much potential. Right. More than we even imagined there was. And it just keeps getting bigger and better. And it's super cool to watch the transformation. Are you going to have to hire more people? That's the goal. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but we have to take it slow, like we said. Yeah. Simplify until we can start. But yeah, absolutely. What's some advice that you have to, whether people that are opening a new business or people in the industry, you both come from unique backgrounds that aren't necessarily behind the chair mm-hmm. or salon ownership. So what kind of business advice would each of you have to offer? And we'll start with Jen. So for me, through all this chaos, what's keep me what's have kept me grounded and kept me a good person in the company as well as outside of the company is always staying true to my mindset and the Mm self-love. Like we will literally travel and be crazy, but then I will literally take that next day to just be me, meditate, get one with myself, Mm -hmm. realign. And I think that's so important because like nine times out of 10, you just feel like, no, I just have to keep going. But like you keep going and now you're at burnout phase and now you say something crazy or like do something (laughs) silly because you just aren't even you anymore. Right. Um, And so I have like a no compromise of just like, Every morning I wake I'm part of this like 5 a.m. club is what they call it. Oh, man. Where you wake up at 5 a.m. And I'm, it doesn't this have to be 5 a.m. This week I'm also part of that club. You're part of the 5 a.m. club. But, <laughs> what do you do? So, so the thing is, is you can literally rewire your whole brain and transform your whole day is if you wake up at 5 a.m. Now, it could be 7, but I'm doing 5. Um, I have two little kids and they're still sleeping, so it's optimal. Um, I meditate for the first 10 minutes. And then I learned, and then I journal. So, like, I journal, like, what am I grateful for? And so, like, it just starts your day off, like, with gratitude. And then I learn something. So, sorry, that's okay. Should we stop? Yeah. Okay. Can I kick something? No. Pick up with your five a.m. club. Much, yeah, with the five a.m. Okay. Okay. Um, wait for a little thumbs up for me. Okay. Uh, so we all know that we're all good. Cool. I wonder if I could take it. You gotta make all the noise. Get, out of my get it system. out of your system. I'm doing the same thing. I'm trying to like, okay, it's so tough for me. I'm like. Hello. 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 Okay. This is how I hear him. <laughs> hello. 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 Hi. You? Just keep talking about your 5 a.m. I ate oatmeal for breakfast. <laughs> Ooh, what and kind? It is maple cinnamon. And then I ate, I, I drank coffee that our friend made us, and she, they actually put whole milk in it, which was not good for me. Good. But I drank it anyway. Okay. Can we go? Cool. All right. 5 a.m. club. So I actually started um, being part of this 5 a.m. club, um, which is super early, but it works because I have two little kids. They're still sleeping. And so I meditate for 10 minutes at 5 a.m. I journal after that. So like anything that came up in my meditation or anything that like I might have thought of, I write down what I'm grateful for because it just starts your day off in that mindset. So like even if you woke up and you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. This sucks. Like the weather, it's raining. You could, it just literally transforms your whole day. Um, And then I spend the next like hour learning something. Anything. Um, anything. So whether it's learning something about mindset, learning something about maybe I wanted to learn about like, you know, Google's new algorithm, whatever That's it is, good. I yeah. literally just take an hour to learn something. And so by the time the kids get up and I take them to school, I literally feel like I have accomplished so much. Yeah. And then it just sets your day up for accomplishment. What time do you have to go to bed? So I go to bed early. I'm like a grandma. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I'm like, it's like 9.30. We also go to bed early because we sleep in the same room with our kids. And when they go to bed, we kind of have to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's that's such a great idea, though. I mean, it doesn't have to be 5 a.m., but setting a time with intention and what are you going to do, like, that first hour that you wake up. I tell students all the time, I'm like, spend some time with yourself before you start your day or, or schedule it into your day. Like, I always schedule, like, an hour before I speak to students to kind of read over or make notes of what I want to talk to them about. And I think that intention makes or breaks your day because sometimes yes. when I just run into, like, calls, I'm like, Whoa! You're like, frazzled, mm-hmm. yeah. So I've not noticed, great. like, days, like, I would skip that, like, oh, no, I'm just so tired, like, I don't need it. But then when I skipped it, I would be a totally different person. So definitely get in tune with who you are, set your intention, what like you said. What are you, you doing at 5 a.m.? Sleeping. Sleeping. You know what? The kids wake me up. They don't go to her anymore. So the kids like wake They're me like, up. she's having her mind. Yeah. Like, meditating. Mommy's yeah. meditating. So it's a, like a ping <laughs> yes, pong. And the kids' beds are like, even though we all sleep in the same room, I'm literally like a ping pong, go back and forth. I'm like, I haven't been sleeping well lately. It's been rough. Ugh. But yeah. Gonna get you on a schedule. Yeah. What's your so advice? So what's uh, your advice? Quick tip. Um, for young entrepreneurs and salon owners, have a voice to find your purpose. There's so much great talent coming out of beauty schools and there's young artists Millennials, they want to be a part of brands that are bigger than they are. They want to stand behind something they truly believe in. So have a voice to find your purpose and believe in it. Step into your true power. Um, you're going to attract more talent, better talent. People are going to stay with you longer. Um, but it needs to be bigger than you are. And I also, I to piggyback on that, I, we meet with a lot of people that want to do everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the whole thing is like we got to define that's what you said, define why what people it is. get overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, so even me before starting this, I was like, well, but I don't know how to code a site and I don't know yeah. how to do this. And I'm like, well, you find the people that do. You know, like yeah. I was always that person that didn't want to say, I don't know. Well, right. you don't know everything. And so and I also being think, comfortable with that. I think helping people, like everybody wants to, a lot of hairdressers are like, I'm going to, I want to coach everyone in the world and I want to do I want mm-hmm. once you become conscious you want to like talk to every person mm-hmm. and it's like you got to kind of find your group that's going to listen that's going to be way more powerful and way more lucrative than just right talk to everybody right and hopefully everybody listens yeah well we even talk about it here it's like we would rather have 5,000 of the hungriest artists and the the people that are hustlers and they want to yeah. enhance the career than a hundred thousand people who are just like throwing like, shit in a wall. Yeah, half ass. Yeah. They create a portfolio, they put their name on, they don't come, like, no. We, that's not yeah. what we want. It's like Sid, yeah. Sid always mentions Instagram. It's like, it's better to have 500 followers, 500 likes, yes. 500 comments yes. than, you know, 20,000 with one like and yeah. one comment. Yes, clearly <laughs> they're bought. I will say like, <laughs> exactly. clearly you bought your followers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Working as a, a unit, like that's one thing. Our business changed when David and I sat down and we identified our roles in the company. That was huge. Yeah. And I was, we, and it wasn't of a place of like, you're doing this and I'm doing this. It was like, you're my best friend. What do you want to do? Like, what do you want to do? How can we support each other that? So now he does what he loves to do and what he's good at and I do what I love to do and I'm good at. And then we just thrive together everywhere else. And I think that's so important, you know, with especially people that own a company together and it's a it's a partnership. It's like you have to figure out what you're good at mm-hmm. and how you can excel at it and, like, support each other in and that. stop trying to do the same things. Yeah. Yes. We don't have to. You know what I mean? I, we would try to do the same things and hate it. And then and, – and now we we do completely different things and we support each other. Like, he'll still give me ideas for what I do and, and vice versa, but that's – that's a partnership. Absolutely. And that's why we work so well together because we know where our strengths are, our weaknesses lie, and we just build mm-hmm. off it. Yeah. yeah. So to wrap everything up, we usually end with some sort of funny story that you've had in the industry. 
but you're, or in your career or in your career or oh, horror or, stories. Okay, stories. I got, so I got uh, Matt has one that's so great that it's enough for both of us. You already know what it is, that's <laughs> and funny. it is the most amazing story ever. And you need Should to tell it right now. Tell Should us. we just use that one? Yes, okay. it is oh, so he's, amazing. He's got to situate he the mic. Literally grabbed the mic. <laughs> I'm so in my element right now. I'm so um, excited. So, <laughs> I was working for a really cool PR firm uh, a couple years ago, and I was I don't know I was there about a month. And the biggest client of the firm was one of my accounts. And we had a big event out in Kentucky. And we had some really great industry speakers there. And there was about 150 people there, guests, media. And um, we're getting ready to start the show. I just met the clients the first time, like an hour before. And everybody's on the panel. Everybody's seated in the background. And one of the lavaliers for the panelists wasn't working. So I ran back to tell people what that is. So it's like a little mic that's on your shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I ran back to the the um, sound guy. The sound guy and was like, I need a, a mic. He's like, here's a mic. So I run up the aisle. It's very quiet. Everybody's focused on the panel. And there's like stairs, right? On the side. But I'm like, no, because I'm a yes guy and I just gotta get there as fast as I can. You can jump on the stage. I went to jump on the stage and when I lifted my leg, I was wearing my new skinny suit. <gasps> Very skinny suit. And my pants ripped from my ass crack, <laughs> crack to the bottom to of my knee. knee. To your knee? What a blowout. You don't you don't even, you <laughs> it's a totally different type of blowout that we usually talk about. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, it was the, the, the fabric was wrapping wrapping on the ground. Flapping. Flapping in the air. Yeah. Oh my god. So I so now I'm like standing straight in out. front of everyone? Behind me, everybody, everybody's looking at me. Okay, so not so much he said it was really quiet. You heard the rip heard from the rip. his ass to his knee. <laughs> no, you heard the rip. The clients in the back, the was panelists, the just like, were like, <gasps> right, collectively, and I just stood there, like, so imagine, like, everybody's looking at my back, and I'm just standing there, and you know, I knew what happened, and I'm like, motherfucker, did you go and bring the mic? So I gave him the mic, I grabbed my fabric, <laughs> and I and I shimmied, like I sidestepped off the stage because that's what I, and I just I took off my blazer, wrapped it around my waist. He had to tie a blazer around his waist. Walked down the stairs. And just repeated motherfucker over and over again. <laughs> and then I sat down and my boss came up to me. He's like, how you doing? And then the client came Not up. Not great, Bob. And the client came up to me. He's like, we're just going to call you Vent from now on. I'm like, whatever you want. So I, I my nickname that... became Vent at the firm. Oh, my because God. Of that. But oh, I made it through. Nobody it can through. beat that. And they, Sorry. they loved that I kind of just... Dealt with it. I brought my blazer. I finished the show. We were there for four hours. You gotta just own it at that point. I owned it. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Um, lost a great skinny suit, which yeah. I was bummed about. But the client loved me. It was great. It was fun. It's funny. I think that's actually, I think you had to go through that humiliation to get the, what you have now. Yeah. I think like that's part of the process. Like, the you universe have to go was like, extreme he's ready. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think, yes. well, we're, we're obviously big believers. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Right. Bad, and like, <laughs> That well, now you're memorable, right? Yes. Like, now you're the guy that ripped his So pants. every time we had client meetings, it was always vent. Everybody laughed. Like, it was fun. Like, that is you're like, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I'm like, you know. <laughs> but it was pretty rough. I'm not going to lie. That is and crazy. I could deal with a lot. So, but it was, that was rough. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> Thank you for sharing that. Best story that. ever. That was good. She, Thank I, God I, you don't work there anymore. Yes. Well, they Thank still God. call him and they'll like still be like, hey, Vent, how are you? Yeah, we were very close. I tend to like, you know. When you have those experience with people, you kind of get, you know. There's no choice. You kind of get close, right? So. To, to bring it to a close, how can people follow each of you and, and also the business? How can they reach out? They're going to have questions, I'm sure. Yep. So how do they do that? Follow us on Instagram at Canvas Recruit or I am at Jen, J-E-N, one N, Martinelli, eight. 
Okay. I'm at Matt, M-A-T-T, Martinelli, eight. Oh, eight. Eight's the number. That was before or after? Always. Eight's always been my number. So I was born on 8-28-82. I just told my age, but that's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So all eights. So ever since I was little, eight was my number. And then this whole magical journey and eights show up everywhere. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Pay attention, people. There's signs everywhere. Yes, there really are. And and right now they can sign up with your company yes, for free. Yes, they can sign up for free. Check it out. Again, do it yeah. now. Do it so now. canvasrecruit.com is the website, awesome. um, and you can just sign up. We have really cool opportunities. Actually, Lindsay uh, Guzman is going to be a mentor. Yes. Oh, nice. Um, Jay Wesley Olson. There's a couple things Jay Ladner. Up. Jay Ladner. So there's some really Very cool opportunities, cool. yeah. And people can DM you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Um, we'll, we want to have you back at some other point after it grows and after yeah, you're out of your, out of your uh room with your kids. Yes. We, we want to hear that side of the journey. Yeah. Well. Yes. But we're also sitting there, we've been talking about having a after hours podcast where we have drinks with you guys. So fun. I can't say guys, you, you all. And um, we, it's basically like the mics are off, but the mics are still on. Every time we turn the mics Amazing. off, we have the deepest, yes. it's always best after conversations. The uh-huh. And I'm like, why didn't we talk about this on the podcast? So now we're deciding, you know, so if you are listeners out there, um, let us know if that's something that you want because we're really thinking about having like a special subscription and then you I get to that. have an yeah. after hours podcast. So we're trying to bring out some of our old guests on to record those and have like a library ready for when we want to do that. I so. think our, our goal is to have Michelangelo, Misha G. Yeah. Vernon Francois. Yeah. All these people all at one time just all chit chat. I know. We'll so just have round tables of everybody talking so shit. It's going to be so, so fun. Awesome. Yeah. That would be really cool. Uh huh. You're going to have to sign waivers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what did I say? But, <laughs> anyways, on. thank you so much thank for being so here. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so for having us. God, yeah. yeah. No, this is a big deal for it. us. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and Sid and I will be talking to you in a couple weeks. Yeah. We're very awesome. excited. And if you want to know more about Destroy the Hairdresser, if you're new to our podcast, please visit destroythehairdresser.com and we will talk to you soon. You can follow us on Instagram, Destroy the Hairdresser. Hopefully it's easy enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Make sure to reach out to us on Instagram at Destroy the Hairdresser. And for more information on all things DTH, visit us at destroythehairdresser.com. Destroy the Hairdresser.